WPGU News Desk, here's today's headlines on WPGU 1071, Champagne's Alternative. From WPGU News, I'm Justin Malone. It's Thursday, August 5th, 2021. Two more allegedly deliberate fires were set earlier this week, adding to a string of arsons in the Champaign-Urbana community. These fires have mainly been at parks and have caused property damage. There have been 10 incidents since July 7th, and Champaign Police and Fire Departments are asking anyone with information to contact them. No arrests have been made at this time. To submit anonymous tips, contact Crime Stoppers at 217-373-TIPS or contact the police or fire departments directly if you do not wish to remain anonymous. Coronavirus cases in Illinois are rising with a seven-day average of 2,073 new cases on Tuesday, according to data from Johns Hopkins University. This is the highest seven-day average since May 7th, when Illinois was reaching 2,088 cases per day. Over the past week, there has been an average of 936 COVID-19 patients in hospitals per day. The number of deaths per day has remained in the single digits since late June, except for July 9th, when Illinois averaged 11 deaths per day. Overall, there have been over 1,430,000 total COVID cases and 23,476 confirmed deaths in Illinois. All students and staff in Illinois schools serving preschool through 12th grade will now be required to wear masks regardless of vaccination status. Governor J.B. Pritzker made the announcement at a press conference yesterday. He also announced a universal statewide mask mandate for long-term care facilities and a vaccination requirement for certain state employees, such as those who work in veterans' homes and correctional facilities. The mandates come as COVID-19 cases have risen quickly in the past month, and the more contagious Delta variant of the coronavirus spreads around the country. Dr. Ngoze Azike, director of the Illinois Department of Public Health, says that wearing masks is a great way to slow transmission rates of the virus, but stressed that getting vaccinated is the best way to protect yourself and others from COVID-19. State employees subject to the vaccination requirement will have until October 4th to get their shots. The World Health Organization is calling for a moratorium on COVID-19 booster shots in an attempt to prioritize getting vaccines to needy countries. At a news conference yesterday, WHO Director Tedros Anhanam Ghebreyesus said over 80% of vaccine doses have gone to high- and upper-middle-income countries, which has left over half of the world's population with little to no supply. The announcement comes as the Delta variant is posing a greater risk globally, prompting countries such as Germany, the UK, and Israel to provide booster shots for certain populations. Tedros's goal is to have all countries vaccinate at least 10% of their populations by September, which he said is not likely to happen at the current global pace. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki said this call is a false choice and referenced that the United States has already donated over 110 million vaccines across the world. Yesterday was a major day for track and field events at the Tokyo Olympics, particularly for the United States. In the women's 400-meter hurdles, Sydney McLaughlin took the gold and Alila Muhammad took the silver, adding two medals to the United States' total count. While Canada's Andre de Grasse unexpectedly took the gold in the men's 200-meter final, Kenneth Bednarik and Noah Lyles won the silver and bronze, respectively, for the United States. Fellow Americans Delaney Schnell and Katrina Young advanced to today's semifinals in 10-meter platform diving. 
The United States baseball team beat the Dominican Republic and continues on their track for gold. The synchronized swimming team from Greece had to withdraw from the Games after numerous members tested positive for COVID-19. Today's Olympic finals include table tennis, field hockey, and various wrestling and track and field events. Contributing reporting for this newscast was provided by Josie Alameda, Kayla Mesh, Owen Henderson, Jane Knight, and Tori Gelman. Our interim regional editor is Tori Gelman, our interim political editor is Owen Henderson, and our sports editor is Jackson Janes. Our deputy news director is Emily Crawford, and I'm your news director. For WPGU News, I'm Justin Malone. This newscast was brought to you in part by the Illinois Rural Health Association. The Illinois Rural Health Association invites all rural health care administrators, clinicians, and grad students to the 32nd Annual Educational Conference. This in-person event, featuring over 20 educational sessions geared toward rural practice, runs August 11th through 12th at the I-Hotel in Champaign. Registration and a full conference brochure can be found at www.ilruralhealth.org.